to Beauty Dose, the podcast by 111 Skin. I'm your host, Andrea Sayok, and today we're going to be discussing ingredients and demystifying retinol with our guest, Ziad Haloub, the Global Head of Training and Education at 111 Skin. Hello, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here, Ziad. We are now in an age of intellectualism, a more conscious and investigative approach in how we buy skincare. So there is more research involved in choosing the right product and there is more accountability for brands to provide solutions with transparency and proven results. But being an ingredient scholar is of course easier said than done, but if we can always count on one ingredient to make it into any skincare glossary, then this is most definitely retinol. Which brings us to our first foundation question. What is retinol? Retinol is essentially vitamin A. Um, vitamin A plays a very important role in our bodies as to how fast our cell turnover is. When we're young, our cell turnover is very short, so it's faster. When, as we grow older, our cell turnover slows down. What are the main benefits of retinol? The benefits of cell turnover is really sort of how fast our cells regenerate and how fast they renew. What that means is that our skin, especially when applied topically, will work younger. It does have anti-aging effects, but it's really about the mechanisms of the skin and the actions of the skin working younger. This definitely sounds very, very alluring, but there's also been a lot of talk about the main cons of retinol. Can you take us through those? Retinol comes with a lot of side effects, um, all of which are normal, or most of which are normal at least. Before we actually begin to talk about the cons, let's talk about what happens when your cell turnover increases. When we're younger, if we fall over, for example, we'll get a cut or a scab, and it will fall off when we have new skin underneath um, with barely any kind of marks or barely any scarring. As we grow older, even a tiny graze can last a couple of weeks, if not months. And that's really showing you how fast or how slow our cell turnover has become. When that process speeds up, what happens initially is that your skin will thin to try to catch up with itself. That thinning process takes a couple of weeks. It will then thicken back up. As your skin is the thinnest, what will happen is all of the underlying issues in your skin will start to surface. If you're using retinol to treat acne, for example, your acne potentially might get worse. Hyperpigmentation might potentially darken. Um, the co most common side effects, however, are flakiness of the skin, redness, irritation, real dryness and intense dryness of the skin. Again, all of these uh, side effects will be alleviated with more consistent use. Now we're very, very ready to start using retinol consciously. And um, just to dive into the science behind it a little more, there are two uh, different classes of vitamin A uh, derivatives, retinol and retinoids. Mm -hmm. Can you take us a little bit through who's who? Yeah, of course. Retinol is the stage before retinoic acid. Um, retinoids are different types of vitamin A before they get broken down and metabolized by the skin. The more processes that this retinoid goes through, the sort of not weaker it becomes, but the more gentle it becomes on the skin because your skin will have to metabolize and break it down before it becomes retinoic acid. Retinol is very, very, very effective um, because it's one step before retinoic acid. And then you have other new types of retinol like granactive retinoids, which we use in our Luna 28, um, which just works like retinoic acid. So your skin recognizes it as retinoic acid. How would you introduce retinol into your skincare routine, say if you've never used it before, and at what exact stage in this regime should you apply retinol? 
Ah, okay, so this is a really good question. Retinol is a very powerful ingredient with a lot of side effects like we've spoken about before. It's really important to introduce retinol slowly into your skincare routine. So the first time you use it, you want to be using a gentle retinol and you want to be using it a couple of times a week, one or twice a week. The second week, you up that dosage, so three times a week. And then the third week, four times a week. And then you just keep building up until you understand your skin's tolerance to that retinol. It's really important also to remember if you're first starting on retinol, you have to be using retinol for four weeks minimum. That will give your skin an opportunity to thin and then thicken back up again. It's important to allow your skin to go through the entire process and the entire 28 day cycle using retinol so you don't cause any thinning or damage to your skin. So it sounds like we would have to practice a lot of restraint and acclimatize the skin. Is that correct? 100% res restraint and also consistency. You have to be very persistent with your skincare. And with retinol, you've got to remember that it is a treatment. It's not a casual product. It's a real treatment. The other thing that just any warnings about retinol, always use it at nighttime. Never use it when you're pregnant. And also remember to use an SPF in the morning. So what's uh, the relationship between SPF and retinol? What kind of benefits and protection um, does SPF provide specifically against retinol-caused skin damage? So retinol doesn't cause skin damage, but it does cause skin sensitivity. So what that means is that your skin is going to become much more photosensitive. The sun can cause a lot more damage to your skin after using retinol. To quell the effect, what we want to be using is as much protection as possible during the day to not cause any further damage to your skin. Retinol, like you said, retinol needs to be broken down into retinoic acid before it can regenerate skin cells and stimulate collagen production. But of course, there's differences. So the retinol found in most skincare products needs to be converted several times before it changes into the retinoic acid, but some traditionally only available via prescription need fewer conversions and are therefore more potent. So we see a true range of strength in delivery. When would you recommend introducing these more potent retinol-based products in your regime? So I think now it's a question of percentages. Retinol only has one conversion step, granactive retinoid, which is called hydroxypenicolone retinoate, which is the technical term, that has zero conversion steps or, very, or fewer conversion steps. We're very lucky to live uh, in 2020 where these things are readily available to us over the counter. Um, so if you can get these retinol, what I would recommend is using a smaller percentage first. Start with 0.5% and then work your way up. Mix the retinol, for example, with perhaps a serum to dilute it, even though you know it depends on the product and whether that's you know appropriate. But really you want to be using a smaller percentage of retinol before you start hitting the one percenters. So talking about this, um, can you think of any products that are better or, or gentler than others in terms of delivery systems to introduce retinol? Is it creams or serums, oils? They all work very differently in terms of how they feel on the skin and how they get delivered onto the skin. An encapsulated retinol in a cream is definitely going to be more slow release, so that might give you less sensitivity and less irritation. Retinol with an oil, I tend to find will give you much more of a buffer so you'll get less of the dryness the flaking or the irritation but you'll get all the great benefits of the retinol like i said that that alternative retinol which is that granactive retinol is very good for making sure that sensitivity is at a minimum Another huge thing that's made its way in all the retinal-related conversations is, is, of course, 
acne and more specifically adult acne so we know that retinol modulates skin maturation and shedding and prevents the formation of the plugs that cause acne and the medication like effect so how would you recommend using retinol if you are uh, an acne sufferer there is actually much dispute on this uh, some estheticians and some doctors say never use retinol on active acne please some estheticians are like please use retinol on active acne this is great so this is a matter of great dispute and i think it depends on your skin type really when i was younger and if i ever used retinol on my acne i definitely saw an improvement however a lot of people i know didn't it's about trying and testing it um, and really it's a not one size fits all unfortunately how about uh, signs of aging? Because alongside acne, aging and fine lines and wrinkles, skin elasticity are um, a couple of the other skincare concerns that retinol seems to be targeting. What's the relationship between these? The relationship is pretty cut and dry. Retinol speeds up your cell turnover. It will make your skin work younger. If your skin works younger, generally speaking, it will improve the appearance, the visible appearance of aging. Um, I always recommend if someone's 40-ish plus that they constantly incorporate retinol in their routine because it will make your skin function in a younger way. 100% it will definitely improve the visible appearance of aging. How about hyperpigmentation? Hyperpigmentation is very, very hard to treat. And if you're, if you're prone to hyperpigmentation, then really make sure the SPF game is strong. Otherwise, it's probably not going to you know, be very beneficial for you. Retinol for hyperpigmentation is very effective. It will drive the hyperpigmentation out of your skin. It will fade away the marks because your cells are constantly turning over. I would recommend combining retinol with a tyrosinase inhibitor. So for example, an isoleic acid or a vitamin C. Sort of alternate that with the retinol. I feel like we've learned a lot of things that aren't conventionally known. I definitely did. What are a couple of myths about retinol? Because obviously something that's so talked about in the media and on a wide range of unregulated platforms, it can create a ripple effect. Can you think about a couple of myths you'd like to bust about Retinol? Yeah, um, the main one that I have a massive issue with is that retinol thins the skin. I mean, it does technically, but only immediately, and then it will have a thickening process. It will only really cause damage or thinning to the skin if you use it incorrectly or use it casually, like for two weeks and then stop. Um, that's a huge thing that I want, I want to bust because retinol has a thinning effect immediately, but then it will thicken the skin back up again if you use correctly. Well, thank you so much, Ziad. It was fantastic having you. Thank you so much. It's been awesome being here.